Welcome to the Living in Clarity podcast. My name is Brandon Fisher. This is Coach Radner. And today we have Rabbi Dober joining us again. Thank you for coming back. It's big, big pleasure. Thank you. Yes, great. Rabbi, last time you were here, we talked about how you grew up in a secular Jewish family. You studied philosophy at university in the UK. You're a big clubber, a festival goer, and the DJ and dance music. And all, of course, all the accoutrements that go around that, which is like all the kind of psychedelic stuff you do and experiences that lifestyle. Then you left UK, you went to the Far East for six years, where you did many 10-day salary retreats, where you fasted for, for many, many, for a long time. You got a black belt in Taekwondo, brown belt in Jiu-Jitsu, or Aikido, you trained in Shaolin, you volunteered in the orphanage and did a 1,200-kilometer pilgrimage around a Japanese island to any Buddhist temples before coming here to Israel, connecting with Judaism and Jewish mysticism and becoming a pretty unorthodox orthodox rabbi. This being the case, I was fascinated to learn how you obsessed with Sam Harris, the world's most famous outspoken atheist, the one who would imagine would be your arch enemy. What's all about? <laughs> Thanks, Coach. Number one thing we got to know is very, 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 very important, and people don't seem to understand this nowadays, is that people tend to not like people who have different beliefs to them. Yeah. And that's very sad. Why should we ever not respect people or love them just because they believe different things? You could, yeah. you could be an atheist. I can believe in God. We can still love and respect people. So I really respect Sam. He's very, very intelligent. Yes. He's funny. He's well thought out. He's an amazing debater. He's a, he, he seems like a very nice guy. Yeah, you'd like to have him for dinner, wouldn't you? Oh, I... Someone asked me if there's one person you could have for dinner, who would it be? I said, Sam. Yeah. You know, you get all those questions. Yeah. If you could be stuck in a lift for three hours with one person, <laughs> yeah. one thing she'd say, some beautiful woman. Yeah, yeah. Like, Give me Sam Harris. <laughs> I don't want to talk to Sam. He's an amazing guy. I actually found when I first came back to Judaism, people said, amazing. Now that you're back into Judaism, give classes about how bad Buddhism is, is and yeah. all the other religions. I was like, absolutely not. No. If I have to put other people down, to make myself look good, that's very, very sad. Yeah. I actually love Buddhism and Christianity and all the other paths I chose. I just came to have diff different beliefs, but I'm not going to put them down. I just want to show how beautiful Judaism is. And I just feel Sam hasn't had a depth of understanding, just like myself when I grew up, of what Judaism really teaches. He, he's a Jew as well. Yeah. I had 72% of Jews in America actually know very little or have no Jewish yeah. identity. So... Based on what he does know about Judaism and, and religion, I understand what he's saying. There's just clearly from what he's saying, he's never got a depth of understanding what religion really is. Yeah, the saying, let my people go, is really, let my people know. Huh? That's, that's interesting. Yeah. Can you give an example of that? I mean, consider the possibility of improving the Ten Commandments. I mean, th this may seem to be setting the bar kind of high because these are, this is the only part of the Bible, the only text that, the, that God felt the need to physically write himself and in stone. Consider the second commandment, thou shalt not erect any graven images. Is this really the second most important thing <laughs> upon which to admonish all future generations of human beings? I mean, is, this, is this as good as it gets ethically and spiritually? So here, Sam, once again, very funny, everyone laughs, the second commandment, God could have done something better than just say don't have idols. Right. I get that. But what Sam clearly doesn't understand, in Judaism and Christianity and Hinduism and Islam, the purpose of religion is to form a relationship with Hashem, yes. God, to have a relationship. It's not there's an angry man in the sky who's going to punish me for having a relationship. So obviously the first thing in a relationship is to know that each other exist 
and that you love me. So the first commandment is, I am the Lord your God, I took you out of Egypt. I exist and I love you. The second most important thing in a relationship is, let's have just us. Let's an, ex an exclusive relationship. Right. That is the second most important thing that God needs to tell us. So if someone comes home and his wife is sitting there and she's got a picture of Brad Pitt next to her bed <laughs> and he comes home and there's a, a, a statue of Brad Pitt in the garden, that's not very good for the relationship. No, it's not. So once you understand that religion is about relationship, then it does make sense. It just Sam hadn't really understood that. Right. So do you have some examples for that? More? Another example? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, go on. I love it. I got loads. One is we just don't teach people how to grieve. You know, I mean, religion is the kind of the antithesis of teaching your children how to grieve. You, you tell your child that, that you know, grandma's in heaven uh, and there's nothing to be sad about. Um, that's religion. But here, once again, Sam talking about life after death and what's going on. And he says, if you say that there's a, a better place to come, then you never really grieve or mourn. You just say, granny's gone to a better place. But he doesn't realize that in Judaism, we have a, a mourning practice of seven days of sitting on the ground and crying and speaking about that person and processing it. And it's really like emotionally intelligent way to deal with death. Not alone either. Not alone with people around you and talking in Christianity. I speak to my Christian friends. They also, they have a wake or they, yeah. there's a very healthy way to deal with death. And we're not just saying to our children, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> now, Sam didn't know that. That's why he made that clip. But had he known that we have this very well thought out, sensitive, psychologically healthy way to deal with death, he wouldn't have said something like that. Well, do we have time for one more example? Yeah, it's fun. Uh, okay, yeah. i got to choose which one. Okay, look at it. Watch this. Most of these people, many of these people certainly, will be going to hell because they're praying to the wrong God. Just think about that. Okay, through no fault of their own, they were born into the wrong culture where they got the wrong theology and they missed the revelation. Okay, there, there are 1.2 billion people in India at this moment. Most of them are Hindus. Most of them, therefore, polytheists. In Dr. Craig's universe, no matter how good these people are, they are doomed. If you are, if you are praying to the monkey god Hanuman, you are doomed. Okay, so in this clip, is, uh, when I first watched it, I was like, he's just smashed this guy. He's won this debate. Yeah. It was second. He said, look, you're going to tell me that someone who born in India, never heard of Jesus ever, and it's not their fault at all. They're going to go and burn in hell forever. That's an amazing point. But especially in Judaism, we have an idea, which means if it's, you didn't know, you couldn't have done anything about it. It's not your fault. You can't be punished for it. No. And I spoke to my Christian friends and they say a very similar thing. So we say, you don't get punished. If you had no way of knowing any better and it's not your fault, God can't punish you. So his point that it's not fair that someone should get punished even though they didn't know, I agree with it. He just didn't realize that that's not what religion really Yeah, it's always a, a funny question. It's better to, to not know and not do or to know and not do, mm. right? And there's always a debated question. I always think it's better to know, to know everything you can, all the ways you can. And then, because then you have a chance to do it. You have if you option. don't know yeah. and don't do, you have no option. You can never do. But once you do know, then you can start trying to trying to do. Yeah, no. So we set up a debate. A debate, me and Sam. You and Sam. Yeah, I love Sam. I want to give him a big hug. I actually wrote him a song. Oh, you did? Yeah, I played jazz piano. I wrote a song called God Loves You, Sam Harris. Can you, can you just give it to us?
Um, debating Sam, the truth is there's actually no point to debating Sam because we're just going to go over the same philosophical points that people have deb been debating for the last 1,000 years. Why do good things happen to bad people and why do bad people bad things happen to good people and is there meaningless suffering and is there free will and which is, is it he's just gonna say amazing things and people are gonna love it and the people who believe what he believes are gonna say sounds great yeah religious people are gonna say Don't it's great there's no point having a debate what it all comes down to at this point is is the creator of the universe is this infinite whatever it is that the universe came out of 13.7 billion years ago there was yes. a big bang yes is whatever created the universe conscious or not? Not conscious, that, right? That's the one bait. Right. Is, is it conscious or not? So that, that's the only debate we have at the moment. And the truth is, Sam himself kind of answered that question. Had, had an answer. And it's amazing. I don't think he meant to do this necessarily, but he's got, it's one of the best videos I've ever seen him make. It's called, I've forgotten the exact title. It's called, How Can Consciousness Arise From Matter? How could, once you got matter, how can consciousness arise from matter? How does consciousness give rise to matter? So I believe it can't. And that's why I believe that there's an infinite consciousness because consciousness can't arise from matter. Is it even evolutionary? So Sam, I saw this video on YouTube. I was like, Sam's going to give me the answer, the atheist answer to how consciousness arises from matter. And you can watch it. Maybe everyone should watch it. And he answers the question. Do you know how he answers the question? What does he say? He doesn't give an answer. Oh. There is no answer. It's a brilliant video. It's one of those drawing ones where it's like he says, and we definitely have consciousness and a whole life is consciousness and a whole experience is all about consciousness. And then you're waiting the whole time. So what's the answer, Sam? What's the answer to the question? And the video ends in, and it just says there is consciousness. So I never, I never comment on videos and things like that, but this one I couldn't help myself. And I actually wrote there, nice video, but why didn't he give the answer? Right. And a, f a month later, someone just wrote, because he doesn't have an answer. Right. So I think in a way he answered that question. So yeah. that's a, it all comes down to that. And uh, all the top physicists and, and cosmologists and people nowadays are actually saying, if you watch Donald Hoffman, amazing videos on YouTube, and that really the essence of reality is consciousness. There's a, it all sprang out of mind. Consciousness is primary, and out of consciousness came matter. So... There we go. It all comes down to evidence. So I love Sam. I love people just because they believe different things from me. Uh, I I don't disrespect them. Um, Sam particularly, though, yeah, I think he's just brilliant and sweet. And I'd like him to come to me for Friday night Shabbat dinner. Yeah, we'd like to host him for a debate. If you know, you said it probably won't happen, but maybe it will. Yeah, bring him here. Is there anything you'd like to say to him? If 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 there was something you could say to him, what would it be? Quick message. Uh, I'd say, Sam. Come and learn a little bit more, a little bit deeper. Yeah. Just learn a little bit deeper about your tradition. I also didn't know. I really used to think that God is this angry man in the sky and he's going to punish me. And, uh, and if that's what you think, for example, the Torah, the Jewish Bible says, uh, God gets very angry. Well, God can't get very angry. That's a terrible character trait. I hardly ever get very angry. All the greatest people we know and all the spiritual giants and Sadhguru and Ramda, all the spirit, they're not getting angry. Eckhart Tolle's not getting angry. So if Eckhart Tolle's not getting angry, then God's not getting angry. How can you say that? The Torah says he's getting angry, but the Torah also said that God took us out of Egypt with a strong right hand. No one believes God has a strong right hand. So you've got to look beyond what it's saying. If you're taking it on a very literal surface level, everything Sam's saying is correct if you're going to read the Torah on a surface level. But once you read it a bit deep, you realize it answers 
almost all these questions. It's also like understanding when you read Hebrew in its text, it's a different than the translation you receive, but it's not the same thing. So many nuances in Hebrew that we don't understand as, as an English speaker. And there we go. There's so, there's so much depth and yeah. so much beauty. I, I understand everything he says and I understand why he says it. Yeah. And if I thought that religion says what he thinks it says, I'd say the same thing. I've just come to realize there's a lot deeper and more subtle. I did. I did think that before and I found and I discovered and I saw evidence, rational, empirical evidence to believe what I believe. And wow. Wow. Well, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode. Well, it's always great to have you. Hopefully we'll have you again soon. With the Amaris. Freeman. I love fun episode. Yeah. We're waiting. We're here. Anyway, thank you for listening to this episode of the Living in Clarity podcast. Thank you for joining us. See you next time. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Living in Clarity podcast. If you enjoy what you just heard, make sure you like, subscribe, and comment with any suggestions for future episodes. We'll see you next time.